Hello. Hello. I'm Kate Butch. And I'm Caitlin Powell. And this is Queers Gone By, the podcast where we talk about nostalgic film, TV and snacks and try to work out if that's what made us queer. Oh, it's a podcast now. It's always been a... I thought it was show. Or do we always say podcast? Have I got... No, we do always. I I decided to change it, bring the changes. Just, I mean, it has always been a podcast. I mean... Honestly, Kate, be the change you want to see in the world. And if that's your priority, <laughs> all power to you. <laughs> I did. I did. Feel, I felt a bit weird saying it. I thought I was gonna. I'd give it a go, test it out, maybe see if I could slip it by everyone without them noticing. Um, so I thanks. called it out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but today, today, today. it's June. Whitfield, June. We're carrying on. Mm-hmm. We're going with, back, 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 back again. With. Excellence. Oh my god. Sheer excellence. Yes. Honestly, if I think this is a direct comparison to last week. Which yeah. was not only not excellence, but also, in retrospect, the whitest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like I spent most of the episode like, oh, like I see what you were going for. Mm. It didn't come but, to fruition. <laughs> but this bloody did. Oh, it's, so good. It's 1978's classic. Oh yeah, Taken Back. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you mean, I thought you meant picture the scene, it's 19... 19- <laughs> no, it's just a film from 1970. <laughs> Although, imagine seeing this in cinemas. I don't think many people did. Oh no. From what I can glean. I also um, saw, like, very briefly that this had a massive, like, they really struggled to get it off the ground because of money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, your sets are insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I you mean, budged a little on the set design. And the, there's, like, thousands of extras. Yeah. They all have about 12 costumes each. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. This is impressive. Yeah, it made a loss. Um, oh, God, that's so depressing. Consider it, it it's so good. And it was kind of like um, the death knell for, um, for that time um, of, like, black cinema. It was the Certainly, what like, of, It was what of it? It was like, it, it was like this, is, this failure has meant that we will not be funding what? black-led films for a but, long time. But hang on, like, okay, it may not have been a commercial success, but didn't it win awards? It was nominated for, like, four Oscars. Yeah, and, and the... Um, the the wizards the, the sorry the original Broadway production that one Tony that one has the Tonys and things the yeah. lion the lion is the same lion I researched oh yes. we're reviewing the Wiz <laughs> it's the Wiz sorry we should have... <laughs> the Wiz I mean if you haven't got read the bloody titles every time guys <laughs> like <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's the Wiz <laughs> it's it's the bloody Wiz of course mm. it is so good. um I feel like should we before we get into it should we address the yeah, paedophile-shaped we... elephant in the room. <laughs> stuffed He's with... in there, with you, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> the paedophile elephant stuffed with garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Jackson is in this film. An 18-year-old Michael Jackson. He was um, 18? I think he's 18. He's very young. Wow. Um, See, and... now, in, in what I just said, that is the, the, the whole thing, right? He is clearly one of the most talented performers of his generation. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Mm. Um, 
I've lost myself. What were you gonna say? Like I mean, the, the we, issue is like the the he is. He was very likely to be a paedophile. Yeah, I was also gonna ask you because I was like researching for like the definite answer. Is it that we don't know, but it's very likely? Yeah, I mean, I tend. I always to... assumed it was true because, like, not to do the whole oh, there's no smoke without fire, but he did build a whole like, like little Disneyland thing for the fire. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I I tend to like. Obviously, if stuff like anyone says that like they were sexually assaulted, I feel like we should believe them. Mm-hmm. And. There have been people who have said, yes, I was assaulted by Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. So I feel like we probably should believe them. Yeah, absolutely. It was really, I, I do somewhat understand the people who are massive fans. Because you, when you read his wiki and you get to that section, because I was trying to like work out what the timeline was. Number one, the claim started early. Like it's like a few years after this came out. Oh God. The first one's like 93, I think, which is five years later, yeah? 15. Wait, when did this come out? This is 78. Oh, I thought it was 87! <laughs> ah! <laughs> anyway, still, like, 93, so they've yeah. been going on for a while. Um, but when you get to that part of it, like, there's loads of little bits in the wiki that if you were looking to believe... You could mm. like pick them out and go, oh, so it it isn't real. You know what I mean? Like, I do understand having researched why people don't believe it. Not saying I don't, I do, but like I understand why it's a bit now because I used to think it was just people like standing by their celebrity. You know, well it is. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. Am I making sense? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know like where any of this like how we're gonna justify because we can you can separate the art from the artist somewhat. Yeah. And it does kind of piss me off when people say you, you literally, that there are no circumstances where you can't. I'm like, he is dead. He's not hurting He's anyone anymore. Also, if he was 18 at the time, he probably wasn't a paedophile just yet. Well, there are 18-year-olds who find out they're attracted to young children. Okay, so he could be a newly minted paedophile. I don't, oh I don't know. <laughs> newly minted! <laughs> Side note, this has been in the news. John Grisham. Who's that? He's an author, John Grisham. Oh, like yes, a billionaire yeah, wait, author. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, this week in billionaire authors are wild. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> What's said, he done? "Not all men who watch child pornography are paedophiles," and everyone was like, "We didn't ask for you to say this." Like, why? That <laughs> sounds like the random insertion <laughs> of a man who watches child pornography. <laughs> if you'd kept quiet, we wouldn't have suspected you. Oh, that is awful. Oh. Um, Weird. Anyway, yeah. he's, John so yeah, Grisham I, is in this. <laughs> yeah, I guess what we're saying is, like, we are, we're probably not going to be celebrating. He is good in this. He's not the best actor in the world, I will say. No. He's, but he's clearly an excellent, like, dancer and singer. That, that has been yeah. established for the past, like, what, 50 years? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, we, we knew. We knew he was good. Um, yeah. And there's this weird, this is a bit of a tangent, so I am sorry, you can cut it if you think it's pointless, but there's this weird trend I've seen on Twitter at the moment, and it became really, it's been around for a while, but it became really big with Sherry Pie, mm-hmm. where people seem to think they're in some sort of activism contest 
And the way they can win it is claiming that people who are talented aren't talented. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I saw so many people being like, Sherry Pie is an awful drag queen. And I'm like, she's not, though. She's an awful person. Yeah. And I think it's actively a bit dangerous, especially with more high-level people, to claim that they're... Because their talent leading to fame, money, power is the reason they gain access to vulnerable people. Yeah. You know? So I just don't see why that's become a trend. I, yeah, I'm just... I, yeah. Yeah. But also the people who, like, were tweeting, Sherry Pie's amazing, fuck you all. I was like, read the room. Fuck you. <laughs> see, I guess what I'm saying is we are operating the middle ground in those two opinions, mm-hmm. but for Michael Jackson. We're also saying don't be a paedophile because it's a bad thing to be. Oh, um, um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if, I, if, if there was one takeaway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, no, side note. Mm-hmm. I remember when Michael Jackson died. Was it, what, 2009? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. And people in my IT class, I don't know why I specifically remember it being my IT class, um, the girl on the computer next to me, she was a big Michael Jackson fan, and she was like, this is the saddest thing ever. He's got all these hit songs. And I was like... I don't know any of these songs, but I have definitely seen the film The Wiz several thousand times. And that's where I know Michael Jackson from. <laughs> You're like, R.I.P., R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Scarecrow. <laughs> also, so I, I don't know, like, I'm just really worried people are going to, like, get annoyed at us for not, like, condemn. We've condemned him, but, like, you know. It... Yeah. Is it... are, we, are we fine to talk about him? I don't. In Who a film? Say? I don't know. It's not like we're being those people who just out of nowhere will go like, you know who's great? Woody Allen. And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. I'm hoping that people have gleaned from the previous 48 episodes and um, the countless Tracy Tuesdays that we aren't awful people. Well. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. We're awful. Uh, we're, we're bad people. <laughs> But we don't do bad things and we don't encourage or condone bad things. We are bad people, but with quite strong social morals. Yes. Does that make sense? (laughs) We're lawful bad, no? Uh, Chaotic bad. Lawfully. We're evil. Are we we chaotic? Chaotic good? Basically, we're cunts, but we're not cunts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Michael Jackson's dead. He's not touching up anyone. If it was alive, it'd be different. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about this damn film. The yes. film... The o- I feel like we handled that sensitively. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Right. So, the very opening of this film with the Universal logo mm-hmm. and the... Can we talk about the soundtrack? As the universal <gasps> picture happens. And yeah, I do actually, the only I song forgot I to mention. Before. Oh, well, so I was like, um, <gasps> I've got Call a back. very nice little um, addendum. Addendum? Oh. Object. Oh. Um, <laughs> here she is. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> my, camp. <laughs> my double vinyl LP of The Wiz soundtrack. With, oh with a little insert with lyrics and behind the scenes <gasps> images. Oh my God. Um, I have this on DVD. I can't express to you enough how much I love this film. 
I love this. It's awful. So much. But it's such what? a good film. How is it awful? There are some, there are some bad bits. Oh, it's okay. not awful. I was going to say. This film, this, I think I've kind of realised watching it today why I love it. Um, and it's because I've got, it's similar to my love of, you know, theme park rides that take place inside. Yes. Like the, the Disneyland ones and the, uh, it's kind of like, there is danger, but there's also no danger. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Especially I like water rides inside and you're like, I could fall in a drown, but I'm not gonna. I understand, but I'm looking forward to you trying to relate this back to a musical. <laughs> it's very claustrophobic, but in a wide uh-huh. open space. Yeah. Does that yes. make sense? Because, like, the sets, as we've said, are huge. Yeah. But there's also, like, three people on them. Yeah. Wait. Which might be the opposite of claustrophobic. Yes. Ag- ag- agrophobic? <laughs> it's agrophobic. You fell off a diving board in Guernsey. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it is with it. But, yeah. Um, I, also, I couldn't find the DVD this morning oh. when I tried to watch it. I was fuming. I was looking. Turn my house upside down. So I just watched it illegally online because I've already paid for it. So, yeah, um, I had to pay do? Mr. Jeffrey Bezos for it. So I don't feel good about that. But no, it's not my account. Not. It was my dad's account. So well, that's fair. So that's... <laughs> so wait, is that worse? I don't know. <laughs> You've enacted your father in it. That's bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've got this this album, this double LP. Mm-hmm. Double is that what it's called? I don't know. There's two discs. I I feel this may be unfair. Apart from the final song, I feel like they kind of did Diana a bit dirty with with her solos. They're all very sad. On the soundtrack, she's got a really good song called Is This What Feeling Gets? Brackets Dorothy's Theme. Uh Uh-huh. Which happens when they are in, like, the Emerald City Hotel. Uh Uh-huh. But it's not in the film. It's just the the, the music from it. It's not not the, the... the lyrics, she doesn't sing it. It's just the lyrics are in the background. The uh, uh, words, the music is in the background, but she doesn't sing it. And that's oh. my favourite one of Dorothy's songs. Oh, that's sad. At, yeah. In fairness, at that point when they were in the hotel, I was like, get on with it. So, <laughs> we maybe. don't need another song here. Yeah, yeah. You've held the lion in your lap for the eighth time. She didn't need that song about... We'll get on to that song about the fucking yes. lion, but like... <laughs> So it's um, uh, the overture is happening. Um, mm-hmm. The overture is in two tracks on the soundtrack, uh-huh. um, and then we're at Thanksgiving um, yes. in New York, and I'm like, Harlem. this is not Kansas, specifically Harlem. Oh, oh, and yeah? there's yeah, mm, mm. Um, I I'll get on to it. <laughs> right, okay. But in the mu- in the musical, the Wiz, because um, they put the Wiz on. The Wiz Live NBC version on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, that was in like a over the like weekend. a Kansas esque yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So the musical's in Kansas, and it's I don't know why it's snowing in the film because it's I don't. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Does it snow? Oh, maybe maybe it snows in when's Thanksgiving? October, November, November. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, it's, there's nothing to do with Thanksgiving in in the show. I don't know why they've just decided to put it in. New, I mean, we get like, like, Oz looks a lot like New York, but I don't um, know why it's now in New York. 
I mean, I think this is all a massive, like, this is, okay, so I was doing a lot of research about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like, it's a metaphor for, like, black political marginalization. Yeah. Um, I think also there's a lot of critique about just capitalism in general. So for me, it makes sense that it would be New York. Okay. Just in that way. Yeah. yeah. I bet Diana Ross wanted it to be in New York, so they put it in New York. She was like, I don't want to travel. <laughs> well, I was, they, so, we'll get to it in a second. Um, apparently Dorothy is 24 in this. Mm-hmm. 24 she says years 24. old and a teacher looking for um, a promotion. And I was like, oh, to be a 24-year-old looking for a promotion. <laughs> oh. Do you think um, when we but... turn 24 next month, we'll suddenly be looking for a promotion? <laughs> well, I'll be looking for a job. Job. <laughs> 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 Side note, if anybody has any jobs going, please. I was like, anyone has any money? <laughs> um, if anyone's got any money, just give, us, give me your money. Um, yeah. Or what's up a Patreon? We could do it well. I no, think we we've could. Been I've been thinking, yeah. We've been, yeah, yeah. yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. Um, Diana Ross is 34 in this. Yeah, I thought she looked a bit not 24. A lot of like the problems from this film's production stemmed that they wanted to cast Stephanie Mills, who was the, on the Broadway. Oh, okay. Um, as Dorothy, because she was like eighteen, whatever. Oh like, my god! Yeah. Child age. God, these children but... who play big roles. I can't. Diana <laughs> Ross, um, formerly of the Supremes, um, and one of the most famous singers in the world. Uh, was like, I want to be in this. And they were like, Diana, no, you're, you're twice the age that we need. Um, oh my God. And so she went to Universal and was like, um, put me in it, yeah? Um, and they were like, oh, okay. What? That's yeah. mad. But they didn't go, you can be one of the witches. Like, no. no. <laughs> she was like, I will be Dorothy. And they were like, okay. Oh my God. Because what else do you do when Diana Ross comes up to you and says, I want to be Dorothy? Yeah, that's fair. Did it then become like the star-studded picture it is today? Or was it already, did it already have Michael Jackson, Richard Pryor? Uh, I don't really so many know. Others, but I can't remember. I don't know. Who plays the witch? The, the good witch. Lena Horne. Yeah, Lena Horne. Lena Horne. Um... Yeah. Oh, she does a lot later on, but anyway. She does, and I'm here for it. But um, yeah. we're at Thanksgiving, and Aunt Em is singing um, The Feeling for- That We Have. A forgettable song. The Feeling That We Have. Um, it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's just very long, and it's very sad sounding. Yeah. Despite it being, like, happy and uplifting, we're all together at Thanksgiving. Yeah, and she, like, hugs someone. I'm like, hasn't she just had a baby? Isn't she having a great time? But they're hugging like something has gone terribly wrong. Um, oh, and then oh, they, yeah, applaud, they applaud teen sex. Um, <laughs> that was weird. And they, she's trying to set, some, set Dorothy up with someone. And we have little flashes of just Dorothy being pathetic. Yeah, um, she's looking lovely in lilac, though, I will say. She is, yes. Um, she's made a cake. Um, she gives... A scrap of meat to Toto. She takes someone's coat. She knocks over some checkers. Oh, I don't fucking know. The, the moment when, um, oh fuck, the, the Aunt M is like holding her face for just a bit too long. It's clearly supposed to be like a really beautiful moment. And then Dorothy's like, why are you holding my face? I need to get out of here and sadly ice a cake. <laughs> <laughs> 
gotta do my spongy trauma <laughs> for a good few minutes while I sing a bad song. <laughs> oh, she just sings this really, and it sounds, it keeps coming the fuck back in a sad song. Yes. Feeling, feeling. <laughs> swear to God, this is more than I, it's, oh, nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's just in the kitchen. Um, like, and then they've cleared up from Thanksgiving and, um, yeah. Aunt Em basically says to Uncle Henry, isn't our daughter great? Now, Dorothy, on the other hand. (laughs) Is is she basically insulting... Wait, hang on. You know, there's a couple that comes with the the baby. Mm -hmm. She's talking about that girl, right? The one who's had the baby. So is the baby Dorothy's sister? No. What? Why not? What? So Aunt M. Aunt her M is Dorothy's sibling. aunt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Dorothy's cousin has had a baby. Aunt oh. M's daughter or child, son, whatever. I thought the woman who came with the baby was Aunt M's sister, therefore making her Dorothy's mother. No. Right. I, w- I, think I was Dorothy's... thinking they didn't talk as much as I expected. <laughs> they didn't have a catch up. <laughs> They never really explain why Dorothy's parents aren't around. Do they in the original? In anything. Like, they didn't do it in yeah. Judy or Feruza or Diana. In Feruza, they mention her, though, because she's paying for treatment. Well, we, we so assume she's torturing, that. It's just that she's sister. torturing her daughter from afar. <laughs> Em's like, my sister's going to pay for it. We decided that was Dorothy's mum. It would be odd to put that line in there, though, if it wasn't. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. But they made some <laughs> odd choices, so. She's like, Dorothy, you're 24. You've been teaching in that nursery, kindergarten, for three years. Now teach in the high school. And Dorothy's like, no. No, I want to stick uh, with the kids. And if we were a I'm worse fine. podcast, I'd make a joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> um, this girl, she, they keep talking about how she's never been outside further than a few blocks. Or like yeah. to work. And I'm like, this girl has anxiety. Get her some Prozac or failing that, a big straw friend to help her along. <laughs> like, I'm glad I'm glad she has a nice time because frankly, this girl bless her heart, she needs some help. She does well, not, she could have she... some electroshock therapy if she wanted. Just ask Feruza. <laughs> Do we as a pod support electroshock therapy? No, we no. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Only as a last resort when this child is irritating. <laughs> and weird. <laughs> she is a bit weird. And doing lots of bottom lip acting. <laughs> but Diana has chosen an interesting path and just done screaming. She's no, there's no acting in sight. All she does is no. scream. Um, Tero! Oh, do not get me started on this. Toto escaping had me proper cackling. <laughs> Because she, like, opens the door real wide and he, like, runs towards the door and she's like, hey, Toto, like, not concerned. And then he's like, no, Toto! <laughs> it had real vibes of, like, you know that vine that's like, what do you got there? A knife. No! Yeah. <laughs> it was very that. Also, can I bring in my first... Sorry, I'm talking a lot. Um, can I bring in my first uh, queer Dorothy theory? Yeah. So... In the, basically, I did a lot of research, and apparently Dorothy in The Wiz is like an icon of 
black queer womanhood and there's so many people who've like theorized that she is actually gay and when you told me that the writer is a extraordinary gay man yeah who wrote the the screenplay yeah yeah he's had sex with twenty thousand men (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a lot Um, so that's more than me (laughs) by about twenty thousand actively queer like apparently loads of like people see her as um like an example of a young black woman who does not want to be kind of uh i think the word they used was like socialized to like sort of um you know marry a man and have babies and take the promotion do you know what i mean so i was reading this text that was theorizing all this stuff about dorothy being queer and i'm going to read you something because i copied it down um okay so She said, I interpret Dorothy's behaviour as transgressive. I find Dorothy's refusal to conform to heteronormativity refreshing and delighted in her ability to construct alternative visions of black womanhood with queer possibilities. And I was like, yes! Mm, Because she she has been trying to be set up with a man and she's like, no thanks, I'm going to ice my cake. Yeah, exactly. Literally that. Like she's... um, Like she's presented with all these like... uh, options to like be sort of to sort of go into society be socialized as like a very heteronormative young black woman who's gonna like get a promotion and get married and have children she's like no i'm not going to do that Mm. and it's great i mean idolize who you want to idolize but if in this film dorothy's your favorite character you've done something wrong I prefer her to all the other Dorothys we've seen so far. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think she's got um, more autonomy and control. Uh, same thing, really, but, you know. Because um, she's twice the age of the other two, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the writing of it and everything. Um, she stands up, I guess, for, for Ruse or whatever her fucking name was, had the moment of, you will not! But, um, <laughs> I don't think that does not a heroine make, in my opinion. Sorry to be a bad feminist. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we're back to that, are we? <laughs> um, and so she's running out into the snowstorm. Yeah. And this snow twister comes Is down the thing? street. What? Is a snow twister a thing? I don't know. Uh, no. no. Okay. <laughs> I don't think. No, I don't... Um, and it, yeah, picks her up and we see, um, Lena Horne and her space babies. Yeah. Why she got the baby, the space, why, why are there children behind her? Oh, and in the last song where Lena Horne comes back, cause she really did phone it in. Like she came in at the start, came in at the end, like nothing yeah. else in between. Um, they, they keep flash, like, um, not flashing back. What's it called? Like panning to this one baby who is giving fuck all, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the son of the director or something. He's like keep 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 panning to Jeff. I don't know. Well, Lena Horne uh-huh. is oh, at the time she's dead now. Was the mother-in-law of the director, and that's not why she got the part. She's like a Hollywood legend. Yeah, but still interesting. Mm. Maybe maybe she didn't want the fa- maybe she owed him a favor. <laughs> She wasn't like Diana, like, give me the part. Um, maybe maybe the baby was originally cast as Linda the Good Witch. 
and is fuming. The baby is yeah. livid. That's why he's giving fuck all. He cannot be asked with <laughs> this shit. <laughs> and Lena Horne's holding out her hand, and she's got um, the twister in the palm of her hand. And I'm like, did mm-hmm. she orchestrate this? To I kill so. this bitch? Yeah, I mean, on the wiki, I think it said that, that it's all orchestrated by her. Camp. Mm. Mm. Well, in Wicked, it's Madame Morrible, isn't it? Because she can do weather stuff. What does she do? Does she... What? She Wait. starts the twister. What? In oh, Wicked, oh, yeah. but not in order to get a small girl from Kansas to come and kill. Like, that. I think she just doesn't to, know that's going to happen. Just to kill someone. Just to kill her, I think. <laughs> and she's, like, flying around, and she's like, well, might as well throw a twister in here to try and fuck her up. <laughs> is the most lackadaisical serial killer I've ever heard of. <laughs> but she's got lovely sleeves. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> and big hair. Big bouffant. She, Dorothy crashes through an, an OZ. Yeah. What does that spell? <laughs> oh. Ah. <Arse. laughs> yeah. She crashes through a neon sign, lands in a sandpit, which I would like to propose is a real queer combination of events. <laughs> It's a very specific sand pit as well. Like, it is, like, just <laughs> yeah. the right size for her. I'm like, thank God you landed there, babe. <laughs> yeah. They really saw Return to Oz's Deadly Desert and went, I will raise you a sand pit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Toto escapes again. And she's like, Toto, Toto. Oh, my God, Toto. And then <laughs> these scary graffiti children prize themselves this. off the wall. And like, Toto, Toto, Toto. It's just so like and... Keith Herring nightmare. I loved it. <laughs> um, and they are the Munchkins. Um, yes. In this like playground thing, there's a slide. I don't know. Yeah. Is this supposed and... to be? Is there a famous playground? In are, are all the places we go to like a like a mirror of of the real world? I You've think... been to York recently, right? I went. Yeah, just over a year ago. And you didn't visit Back the famous playground. <laughs> I think I have, like, I saw a few playgrounds. Um, but yeah, there is... Is it in Harlem? Is, she, is, it, is it like us? Has she gone to, like, the other world? Like, is it... Hmm. I don't know. Um, there's so probably a playground New... in Harlem. Yeah, if you know New York, let us know. We they definitely know go to the New York Public Library, which I have been to. Oh, okay. Oh, the library is icy. Cool. And there's, like, five Empire State buildings or whatever. Oh, yeah. Skyline. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and the Brooklyn Bridge and Coney Island they go to Coney Island don't they what's Coney Island Coney Island is like the theme park you want oh I see and it okay, has a yeah. boardwalk mm-hmm. okay um, yeah and that also happens in it yeah um, mm-hmm. I went there anyway nice. <laughs> the um, Munchkins like we were cursed by is it Evermean the Wicked is Witch of Evermean? the East oh I don't know so Maybe. Eveline is the West oh, and Evermean. Okay, yeah. Evermean! Is... Oh, I love that. Mm. And she cursed them to be graffiti. Yes. Um, and um, the old sign has landed on her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cut to one munchkin pointing and grinning at a dead body like, ah ha 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 ha. So weird. <laughs> She's like, I didn't kill anyone. And they're like, you just fucking did. Congrats. Like, <laughs> and they're literally like, you've just graduated into like 
the big leagues of killing bitches. And I'm like, yes. I question at this point, is it dubbed? It seemed really badly dubbed. Like, not just the singing, like, every conversation in this bit. It was a bit, like, they had voices that didn't match what they looked like. Like Passenger and George Ezra. Wait, what? (laughs) So, you know, like, Passenger is, like, burly, beardy man. And yeah. sings like this. Oh, I see what you mean. And then George Ezra's like a twink and is like, hello, it's me, George Ezra. And I'm like, you should swap voices. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just like a bit out of sync, but hmm, I don't know. I don't know either, but uh, <laughs> if we questioned every single filmmaking practice employed in this movie, <laughs> we'd be here all day. <laughs> um, um, and then we meet, arguably, the star of the show. <laughs> Why is she not in it more? <laughs> I had so much time for Miss... What was her name? Thelma Carpenter. Ah. Oh. Oh, playing the part of Miss One. Yes. Who, for some reason, is mathematical. I mean, again, in the musical, she's called Adipearl and she's just a witch. That makes so much more sense. At one point, like, she, Dorothy asks her for help and she's like, I'm witch one, but my powers don't amount to much. I'm like, then technically, you're not a witch, are you? <laughs> like, my she just powers don't amount to much, but... I can still be a witch because I'm a bisexual on Instagram. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and all of them are fucking witches. <laughs> she comes down in this camp lift and she's um, like, I, uh, um, hey, look yeah, at this. You, <laughs> you killed the witch, have her shoes, and then we get the classic rolly backy footy thing. Yeah. Horrid. <laughs> <laughs> Why were they like, this is the bit that we want to keep from the, the original. Sorry. Um, I just remember her as well. There's a bit where she's like, where's New York? And she's like, what do you mean New York? And Dorothy's like, I live at 433 Prospect Place. And then she writes it down on a, on a blackboard and goes, ooh, 433. And I'm like, yes, the school of the White Witch. She's very much um, the Ruth Pointer from Oliver and Company. Except she's like a person, not a red setter. No. <laughs> What's Ruth Pointer to it? I haven't seen it. Do you know this? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Honestly, like, listeners, hit me up if you fancied, if you fancied Rita the dog, because, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, oh, she's got a camp wig. She's got a whole camp costume. Yes. And she's like, Why blues and purples. Why was this not a costume for the Met Gala? It's so camp. I don't know. Um, and she sings, Here's the Wiz. Which is probably one of my favourite songs in this whole it's thing. Ri- I downloaded it last night. I was like, yes. Did you? Yeah. Sweet thing, let me tell you about. And Amber Riley's version for the live NBC one, also sensational. Amber Riley, yes. But that one doesn't feature kazoos like it fucking does in this one. They and just whip out a kazoo. Oh, so good. At one point, I <laughs> think like, the direction... Yeah, the direction at one point, I think, was, now put your arms in the air and trot. Like, it was so weird. Oh, it's so good. She also Um, says the line in that song. She's talking about the Wiz, and she's like, you know, yeah. She's like, without his help, it would be impossible to leave. And I'm like, oh, we've heard that before. (laughs) And then you come back and and you're like, oh, just whack your trotters together. Be peachy. (laughs) And then at the end of the song, she's like, go and see the Wiz, um, follow the yellow brick road, and then all the munchkins at the back 
at the same time go, yes, follow the yellow brick road. I'm like, thank God they all said it together rather than one after the other like they did in that first one. I was like, oh, yeah. that got grating after a time. Also, while they're all in their crowd, there's one munchkin, lone, lone munchkin, swinging on a swing at the back, and my fucking asshole brain was like, is that <laughs> referencing another swinging munchkin, eh? <laughs> and I, I was like, that. I was like, don't say that on the podcast, Caitlin. But again, my asshole brain just now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so she gets to follow the Elibrick Road, or she tries to find the Elibrick Road first. Because um, unhelpfully, the Elibrick Road doesn't go for a bunch kid land. But, uh, yeah. She tries to get in a taxi, and it's like, nah, bye. Oh, yeah, and also when, um, oh, what's her name? Miss, Miss Wan um, is kind of yelling after her some advice. I think she says, watch out for the poisoned poppies. But what I heard was the boys and the cabbies. And so when Dorothy starts wandering towards a taxi, I was like, no, Dorothy! <laughs> you were given one instruction! <laughs> it's wise. Watch out for boys and cabbies. <laughs> and then she sings another fucking sad song. Oh, yeah. Which I can't remember. It's, it's just the same one about feeling, feeling. I think Why I sk- do I not have any feelings? I think I skipped through it. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I, I didn't, but I looked away and then I was snapped out of my reverie by a horrid giggling when my nemesis, <laughs> the creepy man, runs out of a little underground cabin. It's like, ha 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 And then like jaunts away. And yeah. I bet... On first viewing, you'd be like, okay, that's just a little jump scare. We'll never see him again. Think the fuck again. (laughs) I thought, because when you first see him, he's sort of like shadowed. So I was like, oh, it's Richard Pryor. It's, you know, and they play two different characters, Mm. you know? But it wasn't Richard Pryor. It was just a random random man. Like, as in an actor playing a random man. Like, there's no rhyme or reason for it. I was a little bit confused. Because I was like, oh, he's following them because... You know, that would make some sort of sense, right? Yeah, but... but no. <laughs> no. Just, just wants but think to again, shit me Caitlin. <laughs> um, and then um, Dorothy creeps around a building and sees um, newly minted paedophile Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, Michael Jackson, at this point, not a bad looking young man. No, they did him a bit dirty with the prosthetics. But... Why have you made him look like this? Yeah. With his little, like, <laughs> penis-y shoulders. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a furry penis on each shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's got a bag round his face. Yeah. Like a paper they've, bag. I'm like, this is not the one. They've added multiple chins to him, which, you know. Oh, yeah, they flatten out his, like, Yeah, yeah actually, so neck. it's not multiple chins. They've just kind of flattened it, haven't they? Just, like, I was gonna say, like made his, so he doesn't have a neck. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, yeah. Horrid. Not to show, I mean, who amongst us doesn't have a million double chins? But it just, it was, it looked weird. Didn't look like a face. <laughs> yeah. My issue, I think, when you have, no, when you have someone nice looking, why would you make them do this? Like. Also, explain the nose. The nose looked like, um, uh, you know, when you make cupcakes, the little cupcake holder thing. Like, little cases. <laughs> 
I don't know why you've asked me to explain it. I have no fucking clue. But it's just like on his nose and really flat. And I was like, did he eat a muffin and get bored? Like, was the makeup artist like, oh, I found this in my bag. <laughs> Putting it on your hooter. <laughs> it's, it's not... I don't, I don't want the scarecrow to be like, I'd fuck him. But at the same time, I don't want the scarecrow to be like, I wouldn't fuck him. <laughs> I mean, so far, me? the most successful design for the scarecrow is the first one, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. And I'm not going to fuck the scarecrow next week. I'll tell you that for nothing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Who plays it? Oh, okay. Mm. Spoilers. I haven't seen it yet, no. Oh my god, you're fourth. You're gonna hate it. Um, that's all I know is that you're gonna you're okay. gonna absolutely fucking hate it. Uh, uh, and then he's Michael Jackson is on a pole like a scarecrow. Yeah. Um, and then there's crow people. Yeah, I thought this was great. Like this was definitely a really good. I don't understand. Like, did I say this earlier? Like. So when I was looking up, like, what it's a metaphor for, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, there was this thing that was like, scholars have decided that this is an un- unsuccessful metaphor. I really get that, because I thought these crows were, like, so good and pointed about, like, keeping people, like, uneducated, in quotation marks, mm. so you can, like, keep them down. I thought that was really good, but yeah. apparently it's not, according to scholars. What the fuck do they know? The scholars of Queers Gone By have decided to <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, and they're like, um, don't read anything, don't get down yeah. off that pole, just sing your nice song, Michael. And he does sing the nice song. It's a good song, yeah. Um, and then Dorothy appears. You can't win. Oh yes, you can't win. It's called You Can't Win. Um, yeah. And it's basically all about The choreography. Like... The choreography! It's Amazing. bad. <laughs> the pun is better than what it is uh, I'm very proud of that pun and I would not sorry, be proud of the choreography itself okay I'm sorry I'm sorry no that, that's just, fair it's you know when you like just before like a student show and you do your 8765432187658 uh-huh. yeah you're shaking your hands and you're, it's basically that a bit yeah with a lot of um uh, head bobbing like you're a mm, crow that, they were certainly warming up with this choreography. Warming up for some excellence later. Because you don't want you don't want to like show all your cards, don't do you at the start? No, no, exactly. No, it's fine. <laughs> and so then Dorothy spooks them. Yeah, with her screaming. Ah! Ah! <laughs> so much screaming. And just <laughs> random waving in their general direction. <laughs> she does. Why is Diana um, made of rubber? She's just so bendy. <laughs> She's one of those, like, inflatable men outside the carriage. <laughs> she does look like that sometimes. She's, like, wobbling about. <laughs> um, and then she helps him down. He, well, he wasn't, he was never tied to the pole, apparently. He was just, mm. it was just the only thing keeping him from getting down was those crows. Yeah, because he's, like, like, they call him, they call him an experiment. It's really weird. And then he's, like, this experiment, blah, blah, it's failed. Subject is a hopeless failure, talking about himself. And she's like, mm-hmm. no, you're just a product of negative thinking. And it's like, yes, Dorothy. I also read about um, Joel Schumacher, renowned homosexual, and mm-hmm. um, Diana Ross. Um, well, they were both like this big fans of... It, was, it wasn't like Scientology, but it was some kind of like... Cult. Spirituality-like 
way of thinking. Okay. I think it's called like EST or something. Um, okay. And like, it's loads of like affirmations being like, you're in charge of your own destiny. And, um, oh, okay. So, so they YouTubers. put a lot of those in the script as well. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joel Schumacher have Instagram. He might have like a fancy quote on the a photo times. background. YouTubers, this isolation have told me that I just need to like project and practice mindfulness. It's very upsetting. <laughs> Hate it. Um, and then um, uh, Michael Jackson's like, I want a brain. I ain't got one. And Dorothy's like, yeah. everyone's got a brain. And Michael goes, uh, 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 not me. Takes off his hat, shows the inside of his head to Dorothy. And um, <laughs> Dorothy just goes, oh, garbage. That's me whenever I look in the mirror. <laughs> That's reaction meme. Also, thanks, Diana. He's confiding in you, but sure, go off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael, um, also we should probably say that he's got in, he's stuffed with like quotes from famous yeah. writers and philosophers and stuff. Yeah. And occasionally he'll pull one out and say that, that Happens kind of around. forms a little character arc that Does kind of gets resolved at the end. I don't remember, but sure, I'll, I'll believe it's you. It's a little bit. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, um, she's like, well, I've got to find the yellow brick road, so let's do that. And then we get Michael and Diana just manic laughing for about <laughs> five minutes. Ease <laughs> 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 on down. Ease <laughs> <laughs> on down. Down the road. <laughs> Don't you care nothing? That might be alone. Boom Oh, and then these. They do some bluzzy. I'm like, yes, bitch, ease. Keep easing. But also, it's a massive fuck off road. How did you miss it? <laughs> They're like, where could it be? And they look up and it's there. <laughs> Surely so not leading to these so... five Empire State buildings. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Also, how many ankles did Michael twist doing this? Like, his physicality keeps, like, rolling on his heel and falling over because he's learning to walk because he's a scarecrow. Also, Diana is doing it in heels on cobblestones. I just... Tea. Mm-hmm. Very upset. I'm so nervous. (laughs) Having a great time. I was bopping along like, ah! (laughs) For health and safety. (laughs) That's the mood of this film. You're bopping along like, ah! <laughs> I think that's what I mean about the like I get theme park it rides. <laughs> well, speaking of theme park rides, we're now in oh, a theme park. What a transition, Kate! Thank you. <laughs> I'm on a segue. Um, room. Oh, the creepy man is poking his. Oh, quick! Think of the word. Uh, uh, telescope. telescope. Okay. <laughs> never seen you look more panicked <laughs> well, I was like the creepy man is poking his blank <laughs> and I'm like I just need to finish this sentence before anybody else makes up their mind of what I was going to say um, he's poking his telescope it. through and giggling <laughs> there's so his much giggling in this film <laughs> I don't remember his giggle can you recreate it for me <laughs> wow <laughs> Isn't that or something nice? adjacent <laughs> Probably. He's, he's, he's not a wealthy man. 
And he doesn't live in great conditions. And he's got some nasty friends. But we'll get to the nasty friends later. <laughs> they dedicate a scene to the nasty friends. It's okay, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Nipsey Russell is there. Who is he? Because I've heard his name. The, uh, um, so the, the main thing I knew him from is this. Yeah. Um, but then he was also impersonated a lot on SNL when they did like, here's a game show from the 80s. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, and um, I think he's like a comedian, like did a lot of like that, like um, okay. kind of in the same kind of vein as Paul Lind, maybe. Oh, okay. Right. They did, did a lot of like comedy stuff and then oh, a lot oh, of like wait, game mean- shows. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the style, as in quite campy mm. and stuff. That didn't seem his vibe. No, no, no. Just like someone who was always on TV. Right, yeah. If that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's the Tinder. Like a Graham man, Norton. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I love Graham Norton. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Nipsey Russell's trapped under a big lady. Yeah, there's a bit of fat shame in here. There is, but also, yeah. But also, she's an animal. Also, and she's his, his wife. wife, and he keeps like <laughs> sobbing over her. We'll get to it. It's weird. He's like, she's so fat. Also, boohoo. I don't know. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, the tinsmith um, took care of my dashing good looks, my razor sharp wit, and my irresistible attraction to the wrong women. Um, what it's he forgot to give me was a heart. <laughs> Big sad. Mm. Um, and then Dorothy <laughs> opens his chest and calls hello into the cavern that is his body, which seems insensitive. <laughs> Nobody home in Soulville. And I'm like, same. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, this, I was, I've been trapped, ironically, in a position I know all too well, um, under the arse of my fourth wife, Teeny, who's the big lady. And I was like... And that, I know that was meant sort of metaphorically, but also I felt like it was meant in wink, wink, oi, oi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was fucking that statue. <laughs> His fourth wife, uh, thank you. Teeny. <laughs> Sorry. Teeny. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Because <laughs> uh, now he sings the song, What Would I Do If I Could Feel? Which is fine. I, I, um, I've written, I wasn't keen on this song. Oil song is better. With this song, what put me off a lot was the singing wooden ladies who came alive. I think I skipped through that bit. Did you not see the singing wooden... What, what, what would I do? And they're like, in like a... Is it like a... Not a cameo. What's the... Oh! I think I know. Like a facade. Yeah. And they're they're like wooden. And then they come alive. And it's scary. (laughs) But they sing some lovely harmonies. I'll yes. give them that. But then they get to the oil song, which was good. And I thought, why does Nipsey Russell get two songs when celebrated singer and dancer Michael Jackson has one, which he spends static? Yeah, they did kind of palm off Michael Jackson and didn't even do the whole, like, you're my favourite at the end. <laughs> I was ready for that and I was like, you better fucking yeah. not, Diana. <laughs> Maybe she knew. She knew what he was about to do. Um, <laughs> I like Nipsey best. 
And yeah, he's, oh, he does, well, because he's like talking about Teeny, and he goes, A Teeny! A teeny. And then he's crying a like lot. weeping, yeah. Like projectile tears. Mm. Um, which reminded me of when I was the dame in my year two pantomime. Oh, and I had to cry you know. about my sad life. And mm. I had a little water pistol in my hanky and sprayed it at the audience. But That's the first cute. time I performed it, they hadn't really... Exp- they were like, here's a hanky and a, uh, a water pistol. And I was like, okay... So I'm using this as fake tears. So I spread it into my own eyes. Oh my god! Because I was there for the realism rather than the like. Yeah, I'm surprised you know, <laughs> The 4D. No, I'm going to feel. <laughs> anyway, um, Nipsey's like, slide some oil to me. Slide some oil down my throat and let me lubricate my mind. Okay. My mm-hmm. eye. They do a little breakfast tour routine. They get on the, the table and do... Do, 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 Little, little tap dance. routine. Lovely time. Yeah. Uh, and then they do some more easing. Yep. Um, and the I creepy man is there again. Sets. Like in the background, mm. they keep walking. And they're, they're quite... If you look too hard, they're quite obviously fake, but they're just really beautiful. I really enjoy mm. them. The creepy man is skipping around, and I was oh, watching yeah. this with my dog... And it was at this point, my dog started, like, making sad noises. And I was like, same. Very much same. <laughs> you know when a dog does a whine? Yeah. Do, do you ever... Is it because, like, they're hungry? Or they're scared? Or could it be literally anything? My dog whines all the time um, if you're not, like, stroking him constantly. I hate that. Mainly uh, because <laughs> so I relate. <laughs> Bless his heart, yeah, but um, he didn't enjoy this film. Specifically the creepy man. And I relate to that. Yeah. Um, and then they're outside the New York Public Library, or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... And... Oh, I mean, you've seen it before, but this This bit, bit always takes me by surprise. <laughs> I was like, so they're walking past the library, and there are some stone lions outside the library, and you see the eyes of the lion following them, and then they <laughs> clock that he's doing that. And I was like... It's very clearly a stone lion. How are they going to do the lion? They stripper cage the lion. (laughs) (laughs) He was in there and then he burst out. (laughs) And it's Ted Ross having a lovely time. (laughs) Who played the lion in the Broadway show. Yes. Yes. Um, And he sings Mean Old Lion, which is a banger. I downloaded this too. (laughs) (laughs) It's the violins and like the trumpets work in overtime. He has um, a little mirror. He looks like a, to be like, oh, I'm such a vain lion. And it has like a jaw, like teeth on it. I love that. And then I was like, why hasn't he turned round and used the teeth as a teeth? Mm. Why is there not a shot of that? (sighs) That's very upsetting. But it's okay. Um, Jinx Monsoon hadn't done that thing with a magnifying glass yet, so they didn't have anything to go off. Um, yeah. He's also got, a, like, a popped lion collar, which is, like, Like really a fab. Tudor queen, a little rough, <laughs> I loved it. I love this lion. Oh. He's a mean old lion. It was very, um, like, Tom Jonesy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, His then... paws have heels. <laughs> notice that they do they're like they look like actual paws but they're clearly shoes because you know but mm-hmm. instead of just making them flat shoes you know like a 
person would wear with a lion costume, they've given him heels. Camp. It's very camp. Love it. Um, um, and then um, he's like, you're all pricks. He tries to roast them, and then Toto's mm-hmm. like, I've had none of this, and bites him. Yeah. He bit my That's paw! It. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is a very loud ah. <laughs> a lion without any courage. Oh. I'll be uh, king. Incapable of being king. I was like, oh, babes, you don't need an acronym for that. I like that Michael is like, what does IOBK stand for? He goes, incapable of being king. Michael goes, oh. <laughs> walks off. I felt that, in so, fairness. This fucking self-absorbed, like a self-pitying bellend. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs> And then they're like, come to come see the Wiz, and they do some more easing. Yeah. I love that they've got the, um, like, uh, traffic sig- crossing signals. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, ease, don't ease, instead of yes. walk, don't walk. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I was screaming <laughs> at my laptop, like, do not go into the subway, please. Yeah. Please don't. This Why is must you, you do this? This is what you told me about. You told me about this, and so I was ready for Nightmare Charing Cross, however you, you call it. Oh. It's identical to Charing Cross, yes. and it has the same like sense of ominous dread that Charing mm-hmm. Cross Station does. Um, I, I watched this yes, last night, this clip, and just to like prepare, I was like, okay, I know this scary bit's coming, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. And, it's, and the creepy man comes with his little like um, tray of yeah. souvenirs and there's like in the background there's like I'm like no I, literally, I just did it now thinking about it my heart rate's going it's horrible I hate it so much really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. and then he's got these little like dangly men um, little puppets like, concertinery yeah papery men yeah. and then they're like dancing and then they're like how, how is he doing that it's like, oh it's just a motor he's having a great I'm like, it's elastic but okay um yeah. uh, and then and then uh, they grow well as they started to grow my watching it illegally online stream cut out and i was like the internet doesn't want me to watch this <laughs> it's trying to save me from this nightmare I mean, fuel yeah a bit which is scarier do you think this or the wheelers um Person, right, okay. I have theory. Personally, I think the wheelers themselves, like just on their own, are scarier. Mm-hmm. But the atmosphere of this is as a whole scarier. Does that make sense? Yes, so the puppets are kind of creepy, little wiggly boys. But I think just as a design, the wheelers are horrifying. That's fair. Mm. If the wheelers the had wheelers- the. <laughs> In the oh, background, no. that'd be horrible. That'd be worse. Yeah. That'd be Especially a combo. That, um, <laughs> that ruin. Imagine you're walking around a ruin oh. having a lovely time, you know, as you do. <laughs> and then you hear... <laughs> that'd be horrible. <laughs> hate it. But in a way, it's worse about in a, in a tube station because the amount of times, especially Come us on. as performers, that you're in a, a train station late at night on your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hate it. Oh, oh. hate it. Um, and then the lion just fucks off and runs away. This and one then they get shut in. It was definitely yeah. a reference to the, the run in the original, when he runs down going, <laughs> and jumps through a window. <laughs> I forgot about that, I love it. Um, and then, like, chaos just ensues. There are some, like, nasty bins. 
This must There's be some so evil much cables. Fun to film. <laughs> They're just running around a tube station, like like oh no, this bin's got teeth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then these um, pillars like dislodge themselves from the wall. They're like. Ugh. You're fucked when the architecture starts attacking you, aren't you? Um, oh my and god. And Diana is doing a lot of screaming and very little running. <laughs> <laughs> She's standing in the middle of these these very slow moving pillars, like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how they overcome it. They just run. Oh, um, Lion... No, hang on. This is important for Lion's narrative. Oh, sorry. I I I was just, like, watching it through my fingers, like... (laughs) So, initially, he runs away, a door slams behind the others, and he has to run back into the danger to rescue them. And then when they're all running around all over the place, he saves each of them by attacking, like, the bins. Like, he tears the bins apart because he's a big lion. Uh, Yeah. Okay. It's important for him to do so. (laughs) <laughs> that's good um, and then we get out of the tube station and yeah. we meet the sex worker poppies sexy and flowers. I'm like what what an interpretation of having these poppies as sex workers yeah. genius is this a metaphor for the opioid crisis not to be too serious but you know could well be yeah yeah it's yeah. about like temptation and things I don't know and like the poppies go and that's my favourite thing. <laughs> that's great. Um, and they're getting tempted up by the poppies to go into a, a I don't know, like oh, they're sex workers. So yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And who who's been so Dorothy and Tim Man? Oh no, lion. lion. Dorothy and the lion have been like taken in by their womanly ways, womanly flower mm. ways. Um. <laughs> And the others are like, no, it's a setup. Don't go in there. But Dorothy and Lion go in there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, they slide down a slide. I didn't really get this bit. It's like a weird little tongue and they look like they're all fucked out. Yeah. Because we don't see what happens inside the poppy bit. They just go through like oh, a machine. We miss, we miss what happens inside. I see. I thought it literally just goes whoop and they're outside. I don't know if there's like time elapsing or they just literally just go through a little tunnel. And they're yeah. all exhausted. I, I, I think they go inside and they get all fucked up. And they have okay. a lot of shenanigans. Toto yeah. as well, because they do mention that Toto is also exhausted. They don't um, just mention it. Tin Man is fucking... He's, he's over-egging the pudding. He's like, like picks up this very clearly a stuffed toy dog. And is like, oh, poor Toto, sweet little Toto, this real dog, Toto! <laughs> <laughs> And then he carries on because, like, to wake them up, he has to cry on them. So we get another bloody reprise of a teen, a teen, and just like this bloody water pistol in. I may be wrong, but isn't it like so? The lion he notices, oh fuck, the lion is fucked up, and he starts crying because he's worried the lion's dead. And then when he gets to Dorothy, he's like, I can't do it again. I've got to think about my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Don't give a fuck about this bitch. (laughs) Just crack one out for Dorothy. (laughs) Crack one out for Dorothy. (laughs) That is this pride slogan. (laughs) If you were really a friend of Dorothy, you'd do it. You'd crack one out. Yeah. Oh, I don't mean crack one out, do I?
Spafford stands. Spafford Diana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Um, And then the line wakes up and has um, a bloody shame monologue about how useless he is because the sexy ladies entranced him. And I'm like, don't beat yourself. I'm attracted to these sexy ladies and that's not my bag at all. Yeah. And then he literally tries to throw himself off the building. I'm like, we're all attracted to the sexy ladies. Stop making this about you. (laughs) Dorothy had sex with the sexy ladies? Queer. Of course she did. Love Dorothy. The theory stands. Mm. Um, And then they fucking sing this. Dorothy sings this song. Oh, another fucking sad song. It's just a belting though at the end. (laughs) It doesn't excuse it. Yeah. (laughs) No, it doesn't excuse it. Having a a sad song. I just belted it. No, I will not accept it. It's like, a lion, a lion. And like, this is just dumb. Just be like, don't kill yourself over some sexy ladies. Yeah. I was getting some strong Tim Curry vibes from the lion at this point. That's fair. I would love Tim Curry, uh, older, younger Tim Curry to play the act. The, sorry, fuck my words. I would love younger Tim Curry to play the lion. Mm. Me too. Right now, he's a bit in a wheelchair, post-stroke. I hope he's okay. I haven't heard much from him. No. He's not that I get, like, a text from him every day. (laughs) (laughs) Your notifications. Turn your notifications on. (laughs) Tim Curry. Oh, I've got an airplane mode this whole time. I've got so many messages from Tim. (laughs) He goes to, um, what they call, like, conventions and, like, gives really sassy talks about how he's really pissed off at everyone. It's great. Love that for him. Mm, Love that for Tim. Um, Mm. And then they get to the Emerald City. The sun is an apple. What? The sun is an... At the Emerald City, when the sun rises, it's an apple. It's the big apple. Do you not notice it? I didn't even notice it. Well, I was too busy, like, psyching myself up for the amount of looks that we are going to see. I didn't realise that was coming, so I was just like... Oh! Not even... Not even ready. (laughs) I mean, there's like a little, like, cock tease just before where they're like, you can't come in here. And she's like, I've got, I've got silver slippers on. All right. Immediately, yeah. You can come in. Yes. Um, oh, well, this, this set, this outfit. Oh. The looks, the, I think, why is it set in Harlem? Because you've got the ballroom influences mm. Apparently, going on in the choreography. Still, to this day, um, like, whiz-themed balls. <gasps> yeah right what the fuck I know I love that I love that <laughs> yeah and there's music going on um and then they're all green they're in like green sequins and like different green looks going on there's... um and they do so many um uh like zoom ins on just random women wearing incredible clothes and I'm like are they a celebrity no they're just gorgeous <laughs> they're just there's amazing like, oh, a hundred people in this scene and they yeah. all have an amazing green look. Then the wizard says, I'm Change changing my mind. mind. Yeah. Don't love green anymore. It's red. Then a hundred people have an amazing red look. And then the wizard's like, Mm-mm, let's go with gold. And then a hundred people have an amazing gold look. Incredible. So it's like a 10 minute sequence. And I'm here for it all. Every second. Although we are forgetting the most important outfit of all. Which is Which the one? man dressed as a camera. Yes, the camera! 
Thanks. Like, yeah. Run up and take your pictures. And then, yeah. like, Dorothy and everyone's like, take a picture of us. And he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that happened last time I was in a club. You know, when you're like, take a picture of me and my friends, and the cameraman's like, ugh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been to a club since. <laughs> oh, God. And then um, the wizard's like, Ayo, um, send, up, send up that gal with the silver slippers, please. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, hiya, um, and goes to the thing. They do a little ease on down. Oh, they do. Uh, They roll a little, yeah. (laughs) Um, They're like, no, no riffraff. Just you, Diana. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, I want to speak to the wizard. And then they go, hey, Mike. And then a little Mike with legs trots over. (laughs) It's so good. And I don't think we're properly explaining how adorable the little clumpy legs are. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Also, I'm, then, I'm sniffing so much. I'm really sorry to listeners. I've got bad hay fever and nothing's working. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. There's, yeah. There's oh, I did listen to one episode on. and was like, I can't get through it. I hate myself. But, you know, <laughs> as per you, Jay. Well, now you've drawn attention to it, everyone's going to hear it. Oh, no. Okay. okay <laughs> um, and then uh, Dorothy's like, um, Mr. Wizard, if my friends can't come up, then fuck you. Bye-bye. I'm gone. <laughs> This is what I mean. This is the best Dorothy. Mm. And he's like, oh, go on then, all right. Yeah. And then they get in the lift. And Richard Pryor is a massive head. I'm so happy. I'm so, so happy. you wanted to see the wizard. And it's a big metal scary head and there's flames. Flames on the side of the head. Um, on the side of my face. <laughs> um, originally on, on the Broadway... Uh-huh. Um, this was played by queer icon Andre de Shields. Oh, why do I who know who that just, is? Who won a Tony last year for being in Hades Town. Um, yeah. He's oh, also in John Mulaney and the Sat Lunch Bunch. Yes, that's how we know him. Amazing. Algebra song. <laughs> um, but yeah, Andre de Shields. Also, he's like 90. And he was on Broadway oh. and, like oh, last month. Well, not last month, but... Until it closed. Love, mm-hmm. Love it for him. But Richard oh, Pryor, he's a John... good time. Oh, he is. Speaking of John Mulaney, um, you know loads of, for people graduating in 2020, loads of celebrities are doing little speeches. Mm-hmm. If you're a graduate, well, even if you're not, but if like, you want little graduation speech from John Mulaney, look it up on YouTube. It is excellent. And he's such a bitch and I love him. I'll watch it, even though I have nothing yeah. to graduate from. Graduating from... This whole situation. Well, we're getting a promotion next next month, so. Oh yes, okay, yeah. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, he, um, she's like, "Can we have all of these things, please? Like brain, heart, courage, home." Um, and he's like, "What's in it for me?" And she's like, oh, "Well, um, we'd be very grateful." <laughs> and he goes, "Yuck! Yuck! 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 Yuck!" Um, oh. And then he's like, well, what you got to do instead, because I don't just want your gratitude. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explicitly spell it out for you, not like <laughs> Professor Marvel in 1939. Fucking wuss. <laughs> Kill the bitch. Kill the bitch. <laughs> no messing around. He wants Dead a her. woman's head. <laughs> 
Oh, Dorothy in this scene was giving um, me very, uh, can I speak to the manager vibes. <laughs> she was. But I not, love that for her. Yeah, not in a Karen way, just in a very sort of like accomplished young woman way. I love it. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm not taking any shit. Yeah. I just like, all right, if I bust, I'll go and kill her. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, okay, have a little this shot. Is some of the shit I will be taking. <laughs> And then we have a little shot of the, the eye socket of the head. And little Richard Pryor pokes his head out and it's like, oh, hell. When they leave. And then he ducks back in and it's kind of cute. It makes me feel a bit sorry for him. But he's also yes. a prick. Uh, the character, not what? necessarily Richard oh, Pryor. I was going to kick I don't off. Know if, I, I don't really know anything about Richard Pryor except who he's having sex with. Well, yeah. Is this the time where we discuss that Richard Pryor is a bicon? Yeah, he is. He's such a bicon. Who did he fuck, Kate? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Another bicon. Oh, bicons <laughs> all over the shop. Um, I love Marlon yeah. Brando. I don't know enough about Richard Pryor. Because he was definitely... Well, he was definitely openly bi and loads of his friends, including Quincy Jones, who is involved in this in some way. Who did the music for this? Yes, or arranged okay. the music and produced it. Yes, they were really close friends. Like Quincy, Quincy Jones has been like, oh yeah, he said like multiple times he was bi and he was completely comfortable with his sexuality, which I feel like for a young black man of that era, you know, it, I feel like he would have had mm. a lot of pressure to be like straight, kind of, he's not really macho, but you know that kind of comedian. Yeah. You know, very straight comedian. Um, but yeah, he was completely comfortable with sexuality. Um, but then his fucking daughter came out and was like, well, I didn't know about this. So it's not true. So we don't like oh, Rainbow yeah. Not a fan of her. I got confused. I thought you meant Rashida Jones from Parks and Rec. Qu- <laughs> oh, right. You mean... Who's Quincy I... Jones is. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, no, no. What has she got to do with it? Like... <laughs> Wind your neck in, Rashida. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're in the oh, hotel. Yeah, I think you're like... Richard Pryor side note. Good for him. Good for Richard Pryor. Yeah. Um, I've never actually seen any of his... It was a stand-up, wasn't it? Yeah, he's, like, the stand-up. Like, he, he's excellent. Like, I feel like someone watching him now might be like, this seems... I, I don't think it's outdated. I mean, he's obviously... There are some opinions in it that might not be, you know. Yeah. It was a long time ago. But I think his style is still... You know, you watch an old comedian, and you're like, all right, I've heard this a million times. He still feels mm-hmm. really, like, really fucking good. He's, like, the OG. Okay. I love him. He's great. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch some of it. Yeah. I will. Um, and then they're in the hotel. Yeah. Being like, Crucially, should no we song. kill him? <laughs> Crucially, no, this is, yeah. Um, it's a really good song. And like, she like, belts at the end. Um, oh. And she's like, there's nothing here for the fear. It's great. Uh, that wasn't belting, but um, I'm in a small room, <laughs> so I don't want to. That was, that was something. <laughs> Scream, whisper. Listen to, listen to, is this what feeling gets? Because it is, okay. like, Is it really on good. every version? Like, is it on Spotify or the... I think it's it on all the soundtracks. Okay, cool. I'll give it a listen. I think so. Um, I mean, again, she starts the song being like, Feeling. Feeling. <laughs> we get it, you're feeling. This is, like, the closure of the feeling cycle. And I'm like, thank God. She finally you're addresses... therapists. <laughs> feeling. <laughs> you're still feeling, are you? Get yourself some electroshock therapy. You'll stop all feeling then. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and oh. then she's like, um, 
let's go, let's go and kill her. Might as well. Fucking hell. Got nothing else to do, have we? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, where do, which way do we go? And which door do we, t- or which road do we take? And he's like, this is the road, the guard. And it just opens up like a manhole into like a really smoky sewer. It's like, off you go. Yeah. And then Roddy from Flushed Away appears. <laughs> Roddy! Um, and then we're at Evelyn's, Evelyn's sweatshop where they oh. export sweat. That's what they're shopping. They're shopping. Oh. I'm here for that pun. I've got 100% time for that pun. Yeah. And the crows and had... the sexy poppies. Yeah. And the giggly man are all like tied up. Mm-hmm. Going to join. I will say. Oh, and they have to, when they like, so there's like a system where they have to like punch in or something, but it punches through their actual hand or something. Or it... I didn't see that. What? I don't know. Love that. Maybe it's because they're, at first I thought they were working there, but clearly they're not. They're like captured or something. But the old man like puts his hand in something and it slams down like a, like a punch in system. Maybe it's just Heck. like doing a sticker or something, but it looked very sinister. <laughs> <laughs> and then we meet Evelyn, who is camp I had so much time sparkly. for Evelyn. Oh my God. She is the definition of a girl boss. Like, yes, exploit the workers. <laughs> <laughs> and she was in the Broadway version, wasn't she? Oh, was she? Love that. I think. Um, and then she sings, Don't Nobody Bring Me No Bad News, which is a proper That's knees a up. Loaded. Yes. <laughs> and the special people have got like wafty fabric and they're yeah. like, they're obviously like in slavery, but it's still camp. Yeah. Because they've got the wafty fabric. Yeah. She, th- she is a busy capitalist lesbian. So a Scottish Tory, as we know. <laughs> and she's got like six crowns jammed on her head and like yeah, covered in she... like glitter and rhinestones so good i didn't get a chance to like i didn't i should have paused it and really had a look but her her like face and crown and all that is so complex like aren't there mm. bits that are like actually attached to her proper like to her head and like there's holes i think so it's, mm. i have never been more i know it's possible but i have never been more furious at silky nutmeg and ash <sighs> when she did that awful re- interpretation yeah. of it. I was like, okay, so you're wearing a pink dress with some glitter on it, okay. Because I was like, oh, what's wrong with this? Like, I don't like it that much, but it's not that bad. Then I see this version, I'm like, how dare you take the name of Evelyn in vain? Like, <laughs> she looks stunning. Well, no, she looks very grotesque and incredible, but like, yeah, yeah. stunning. It's a good reference to make. It's just Silky Nutmeg Ganache executed it poorly. Yeah. Oh, another thing from my lesbian research, the, as in, like, this film. Mm-hmm. Um, someone was writing about how um, a lot of, like, young black women saw... I mean, obviously, Eveline is not, like, icon. want to be like Eveline when I grow up. But she's, like, yeah. a woman who isn't... Who is kind of grotesque and very in charge in a very aggressive way and kind of ugly in a... You know, like... There's no expectations with Eveline to be beautiful. She's kind of like an Ursula, yeah. that kind of icon. Mm-hmm. You know? So they were writing about her as really important, and I was like, yes, it's great. She runs her own business. Exactly. It's a bad business, but... Yeah. It's illegal. This is what I also <laughs> didn't get. Instead of, like, you're the whiz. You are in charge of this whole country. Like, if you want to kill her, maybe consider, like... A big government which regulates industry. This is basic stuff. Don't send a child to murder her. <laughs> Legislate, bitch. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she sung a song, and it's added nothing to the plot, but I've had a lovely time. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, get the flying monkeys to get this girl. Um, and the flying monkeys come in on their motorbikes. They're a little bit weird. I don't like them. Are they but, like a um, mixture of the monkeys and the wheelers? Is that what they were going for? Or just like, oh, we'll make them bikers? Could well be. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a reference that we may see this time next week. Oh. Who okay. can say? Dropping mm. hints. Dropping hints. Um, <laughs> and then they go and chase everyone, Dorothy and everyone, and they're in like a stadium. This or a so car park. Weird. Like, what was this? Like, I enjoyed There's so it. many ramps. Also, they're on motorbikes and they're going slow, so slowly. Like, I don't want to undermine anyone, but at one point I was like, you're on a motorbike chasing a puppy. <laughs> you should have caught it by now. <laughs> also, at no what point does anyone, does anyone go on the steps to avoid them. And I'm like, that's fair Tim enough, actually, because Return to Oz hadn't come out just yet, so they didn't know <laughs> that they could just stand on the steps and they'd be fine. Timman gets on the escalator. Oh, yeah, he fucks about on it. Yeah, I was like... Good Poor idea. Nipsey. Much like Silky, good idea executed poorly. Mm. And then um, they just get in the trash. Yeah. And they get a big wheelie like, bin. Secretive about it, like, shh, everyone come psst, in here, come psst, in here. And then Dorothy realises that little Toto is in here and starts screaming her head off. Toto! Maybe it's a good idea that they cut that belty song out because she wouldn't have had the vocals to do it otherwise. Uh, and then they're surrounded. Yes. And they get taken to the sweatshop. Mm-hmm. And Eveline's like, I'm going to get your shoes with a magic spell and like tries to zap them. And then, like a double jointed queen, brackets me too, um, her hands oh, bend backwards. Yeah. Oh. Her fingers bend backwards in on themselves. I don't know okay, if you listeners, can... you can't see this, but Kate is bending her fingers all the way backwards. Well, all the way backwards. <laughs> Not all the way backwards, but like like an extraordinarily (laughs) long way backwards. Um, But Evelyn's go even more. It's horrid, but like, great. Um, (laughs) We liked the limb rolling bit from the Judy Garland (laughs) film, but we want more. (laughs) More trauma, please. (laughs) Fewer bones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then um, Michael Jackson is on the table and they're about to cut him up Mm -hmm. um and they're like give us the shoes and he's like don't do it um and then nipsey's on a table as well Uh, being what is that machine like a pressure i don't know like a panini press are they having a cheese toasty um it's some kind of like crusher yeah but they're both Um, like don't worry about us we don't have feelings. or No, we can't feel anything. Feelings. Oh. Feelings. None of my friends have feelings. <laughs> um, but then, so they, they both have, like, reasons for, like, being like, don't worry, we can't feel anything. The lion is being held up by his fucking tail and is still like, don't give up the shoes, Dorothy. And I also realise he doesn't know anything about how they're magic. He just has an eye for fashion. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they're an investment. <laughs> <laughs> they're not good with anything. <laughs> oh, because they're silver, aren't they? This we forgot to mm. say. They're actually oh, yeah, based on the book. 
Mm. Um, and then Evelyn, <gasps> the campest piece of dialogue. I was like, come back, Joel Schumacher, all is forgiven. Have sex with 20,000 more men, do it, whatever. I gasped at this. She goes, now, would you like sauerkraut or mustard, my dear? On your hot dog! And, like, some flames come up. And she's about to throw Toto into this fucking furnace. I was like, they better fucking not. I cannot handle that. (laughs) On your hot dog! Dog! (laughs) Sauerkraut! (laughs) And then Dorothy's like, okay, you can have the shoes. And she goes over to the table to lean on. I like this realistic. You have to lean. <laughs> um, and then um, Michael Jackson's like pst pst um, look over there um, and there's some sprinklers yeah which I have a qualm with same I think that's worse than leaving one bucket of water around yeah if you're allergic to water don't have a system in place that dispenses water from the sky you know and it's like you are um, going against so many like ethical business practices here. Yeah, <laughs> and you j- sprinkle. You don't need them. Like <laughs> you're doing modern day slavery. Yeah. Like, if if you're that far gone, you don't need to <laughs> adhere to like building regulations. Yeah. Mm. I'm allergic to aspirin. I don't like have aspirin <laughs> falling from the sky. <laughs> You're allergic to pollen, and you do oh oh shut oh, up. You, there is <laughs> pollen in the in the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't dispense it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, oh. flowers are like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do they, you know, dispense pollen on purpose? <laughs> Those poppies mm. do. <laughs> they they bloody do. <laughs> and Dorothy was very pleased with it. <laughs> Sliding down that tongue thing. Um, anyway, she pulls the, <laughs> the sprinklers and yeah. like melts the witch. And the whole sweatshop. Yeah. And then they sing Brand New Day, which is a nice song. It was fun. I don't know. And then in an interlude, the workers unzip their faces mm-hmm. and just strip down to their pants. And under those costumes are some very attractive actors. They are. They're not attractive pants. I do not like that style of pant. What, like weird... Sorry, briefs, whatever that... It's like a weird thong. Yeah. It's weird. And they're quite, like, high-waisted as well. And I'm like, just put them in some nice, like, boxer briefs. Even a jock strap. At least yeah, that would show intention. <laughs> Jockstrap feels a bit more arty. Boxer brief feels very H&M. <laughs> True. Do you remember there was a big silver statue of David, Ten- David, Ten- David Beckham in his boxes that did a tour of like H&Ms around the country? I saw it at the Trafford Centre. It was huge. And I'm thinking, let's replace every statue of a racist in this country with a silver <laughs> statue of David Beckham in his boxes for H&M. Fair enough, honestly. Mm. That sounds great. I loved it. <laughs> it's very fit. Anyway, they all they have a lovely time, sing and dance. Can't you feel a brand new day? Um, 
And then the flying monkeys take them back to the Emerald City on the front of their motorbikes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they and then they go to, in like, the back door. Yeah. Why do they do yeah. that? I, mean, I know it's important for the plot, but like, why? It's weird. It's not as glamorous as they yeah. remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, the head's like flopped over. Also- why is the head lying down? <laughs> like, what is the system with this head? And there's like a little bed in the corner with a cover over it. But I, I saw, as they walked past the head, I heard someone go, guess who got head? And I was like, what? What? Guess who, guess got, who head? got the head? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is a children's film. So I had to rewind it and they say, guess who got had? And they're like, they realise the jig is up and they've oh. been conned. Oh, but yes, I, was I like, do remember that. Yeah. You could be like, how is your head? That would be hilarious. <laughs> had plenty of complaints about infrastructure in the city. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's like, um, hi, so I'm Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. Yeah. I'm in my sad little bed. I'm, I'm plain old Herman Smith from Atlantic City. Um, it was a failed politician who wanted to be a dog catcher because he couldn't get elected. Uh, that was mm. weird and got lost in a storm. Um, um, Michael pulls out a quote from his sh- penis shoulder or whatever oh, and, yes. and quotes, public office is the last refuge of the incompetent. And I was like, yes. Yes. Except for Jacinda Arden. Apart from And Diane Abbott. Jacinda (laughs) and Diane will will allow. And, um, Um, oh God, Dr... I've forgotten her name, but MP for Tooting. She's great. Oh, I don't know her. She's a doctor, so she keeps going, you're wrong about literally everything the government says. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's a quote from Penrose, in case anyone's interested. Uh, Wrote that down. Don't know who Penrose is, but... It's kind of a camp name. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he was, like, doing a, a balloon, a hot air balloon thing to campaign. Oh, yeah. For his election as a dog catcher. Yeah. And then he landed in Oz because it went wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Richard's like, oh, I'm so sad. Please stay here and be my friend forever. And Dorothy's like, mm, mm, no. No, probably not. No. Probably not. <laughs> and then I like... How instead of like in the Judy Garland one, he doesn't get his bag of tricks out. Yeah, I like this. I quite like how like he's like, I am a con man. You got me, gal. And also, I'm shit. I'm just like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I like the fact that he doesn't have the realization about how they're gonna get what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because like Professor Marvel from the old one is like. Here's some things for you. Here's some like set like yeah. and like we don't ever see the the glam Emerald City people again. And it's mm. kind of like bam, we're all fucking sad. Yes, we are, Richard. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, but then so it's Dorothy who's like, did you not see that you had it all along? Yes, and she she's like Scarecrow. You came up with every smart decision. I'm like, oh, he did. Yeah, Lion. You never gave up, even when you were strung up by the tail. And I was like, no, he didn't. And she's like, and Tim Man, you have so much heart, and I'm sure there's evidence. But hey, look over there. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just making shit. Sure. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> And then she sings a lovely song to them, um, Believe in Yourself. And she sings it. And then Lena Horne and her space babies <laughs> appear. And they're like, 
Now, Dorothy, we liked what you did with that song. <laughs> but, but here's how you really do it. And she does the biggest reprise of any song ever. She's doing <laughs> so fucking much. Uh, she's like, woo yeah. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Lena. And your space babies who look really unenthused. Yeah. She's very um exposition through song queen, like she's like, Oh, if you clap your mm. heels together and, and Dorothy's like, Oh, you're saying if I clap my heels together? And she's like, Yes, make it where are my girls at? Make your heels. Make, it clap. make your heels clap. <laughs> um and, and then Richard's like, um, can I have a quick favour? And Dorothy's like, No. No, you fucking can't. He's like, you've got those powerful <laughs> shoes. Do you want to do something for me? And she's like, do it for your fucking self. Love I'm like, it. good. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And then um, Michael, Michael says um, something like, the true love is the friendship we found along the way or something twee. And she's like, that's a lovely quote. Who said that? And Michael goes, I did. I'm like, because he's no longer quoting other people. He's quoting himself. Oh, little Michael. Um, And then Lena Horne says, think of home. And when I tell you, Diana fucking thinks of home. Oh! (laughs) Oh my God. (gasps) This was incredible. The song Home is such a good song. Can I, uh, like, the final, I don't know, in my trilogy of gay research about this, Apparently mm-hmm. this song is really important. So um, I've got it written down. Ke- Kenyon Farrow writes, One reason that the black gays of the classic era love this song, in my opinion, is that it speaks to the pain of feeling cast out of the larger black community. We have no home in a sense. The song is about a stateless person, someone who has dreams of a physical place, but the lesson that they learn is that home has to be made in the family and community we create. Love that. Yeah. And I was like... Have you seen Pose? Um, yeah, I'm like part way through the first series. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> they sing home. Ah! Oh my God. Who sings it? It's Heartbreak. Um, uh, Blanca and Billy Porter. <sighs> oh my God. Um, and it's honestly heartbreaking. And then I remembered <sighs> that uh, Kristen Chenoweth sings it in Glee. Um, okay. Why is Glee constantly disappointing Um, us? (laughs) There is, like, a joke where Kristen's like, I'm going to go and do an all-white production of The Wiz. And I'm like, what? "Mm -mm." People do. People, did you know? Like, so this is kind of similar topic, but hairspray, the licensing of hairspray, doesn't ban you from doing it with an all-white cast. What would be the goddamn point of that? I wish I oh, could no, tell did you. Oh, no, did because... they back up? <gasps> no. Well, I myself, in school, was in an all-white production of Hairspray. Oh, no. Who were you? Corny Collins or something? I was Zac Efron, Link Larkin, so it's oh fine. Oh, my God, that's I cute. Was, I was a white person. Um, but, like, you had to wear, like, white clothes if you were white and black clothes no, if you were black. No, 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 no. That's really It's very difficult bad. to find an all-white suit. 
looked a bit like Liberace. Yeah, that's the problem um, with this production. <laughs> <laughs> but um, something that's like there was a picture. So it's not not all great things in New Zealand. It was a professional production in New Zealand, and they were all white and hairspray. A professional, as in like, and there's on the stage, uh, like people paid. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, um, I do actually remember this, in the front of the script is a letter from the writers, and including John Waters, I think, as well. Oh, really? Which is like, we don't want to stop anybody from doing this show if they want to do this show. Like, yes, because they give you money. Um, (laughs) But um, just don't black up. Just don't put black (laughs) makeup on. Um, the one thing we ask they shouldn't have had the thing is I don't think a show should have to specify that there has to be an all black cast not all black sorry you know what I mean the appropriate uh, characters played by black actors because that should be common fucking sense quite frankly (laughs) oh my god I think I saw like a twitter thing atting them. I don't know if there was like an actual um like petition. Mm-hmm. But I will certainly look into that and if there is I shall share it Wait, on the social who? media. Sorry. Like um the writers of the show. Oh, okay. And the people who license it being like I see. D- <sighs> don't let people do it if it's just gonna be white people. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess what I'm saying is you shouldn't have to do that. But if people insist on doing all white productions, I guess you fucking have to. But it's almost as if there are hundreds of musicals that... Just don't do hairspray. I mean, the majority of musicals were written... were originally done with white casts because that is the racist nature of Broadway. Uh-huh. Something that, like, things like The Wiz changed. Yes, um, exactly. Some things that, that Miss Saigon didn't completely change. What I was about, um, literally about Jonathan Price. <laughs> Miss Saigon, please tell me they always cast, like, not a white person. Well, specifically a, wait. That's there was the a school near War, me, right? like a sixth form near me that did Miss Saigon, but I never saw it, so I don't know if they had... Any but hang on, but like in the West Vietnamese End and Broadway version. Or Asian people. Yeah, but as we've spoken before on this podcast, in the original, Jonathan Price was a white man, played a Vietnamese character. Uh... Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Them must... Know. Them... Like... Oh, fucking hell, sorry. There's not much to say about that apart from what the fuck. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the world of musical theatre is very, very racist. Um, hmm. But um, there are some some good shows that celebrate people of colour. The Wiz. The Wiz. Even though, I mean, the music was written by a black man, but the Broadway script was written by a white man. The screenplay was a white man. This was directed by a white man. What? It was directed by a white man? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? 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 I'm so upset. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking um, Oh, my God. Things need to change. 
Um, mm. Anyway. Um, this podcast is almost as long as the actual film. <laughs> <laughs> no, the film is two and a half hours. It's two, and, two hours, ten minutes. Isn't it? Okay, it's almost two and a half hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. um, so she arrives. I realised at the end of this, mm-hmm. and then it's just over, isn't it? Yeah. There's no reunion thing. Just she, her feet change. No, her yeah. shoes change. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got different feet. Um, <laughs> my main issue with like all of the Wizard of Oz kind of things mm-hmm. is that Dorothy is presented as a person who struggles to form like deep, meaningful connections with anybody. Like, she's got no friends except for the dog Mm -hmm. in all of these. Yeah. And then when she forms three deep, meaningful connections with people in quick succession, she's immediately like, I'm going. I'm done now. I feel that, honestly. I don't want to say, like... (laughs) I I feel like they need to present Dorothy more as someone who, like... They never present home as being that great. Yeah. I guess in the very, I'd, the I'd fucking stay there. Her relationship with Aunt Emma and Aunt yeah. Uncle Henry seem quite nice. You mm-hmm. know? Um, and it's just the evil dog catcher that's the problem. And she runs away yeah. because of one incident. Right? Whereas with the second yeah. one, it's more like consistent sort of... I don't know. I Return to us. I'd be like, you tried to electrify yeah. me. I'm going to stay here with my and chicken and my green lady in a mirror. And for the past six months, I've just been having a lovely time in my own little world and you've been going, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> like Exactly. This um, one, I guess they're yeah. just trying to make her... This one makes a little more sense to me because they're trying to make her branch out, have new experiences. She does. She goes, I don't need this anymore. I'm going to go and have my own experiences at home. Yeah. There's like a tough lady. love going on here. Like <laughs> possibilities are endless. <sighs> well, I mean, this is a theme that we could explore in more depth next week as well. Mm. Um, when we we round out June Whitfield June. Yes. Are we um, say she's what? not going to be in that one either. She's not there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should. We should. Save it. Okay, cool. What I will say mm-hmm. is the witch will be in the house. I mean, I don't know Cryptic. what you're talking about. You I haven't, haven't seen, seen it, it, have you? No. <laughs> but um, I know that you're going to hate it. And we also could talk about maybe another um, sexual miscreant <laughs> who's also in the film next week. Uh, okay, we're, we're going to have to sign off so you can tell me exactly what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, that's been the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Leave um, a comment, uh, rate, subscribe, yeah. review, all that. Tell a friend. Tell Jim Whitfield. Tell a sexual miscreant. Tell a sexy poppy. They should stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't be a paedophile. No. Uh, we made that perfectly on... clear. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> if that's what sure... you took away from this, you've not been listening. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we made it perfectly clear. <laughs> Just in case anyone forgotten. Yeah. Um, follow us on social media at Queers Gone By on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm at KateButch1 on both of them. And I'm Caitlin R. Powell on Instagram and Caitlin PWLL on Twitter.
Can I? Oh, sorry. I know you've done yours, and I don't want to like, um, uh, like trample on your social media. But um, I recently posted a TikTok on my newish TikTok account, <laughs> um, and I don't think it got the likes it deserved. Right. Um, well, it's my mashup of um, "Singing in the Rain" and oh. "Rain on Me," which yes. took me a fucking long time. Which you sent uh, me at and like it's got one a.m. or likes. something. <laughs> To be fair, I originally posted it at like 1am and then I reposted it. Wise. But it's wise. still not gaining the traction that I would like. It's a great time. I mean, I I'm haven't liked it because I don't have TikTok, but you know. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. If you've got TikTok, find me on at Kate Butch One. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see you next week for some Tracy Tuesday on Tuesday, obviously. Yeah. And June Whitfield, the final instalment of June Whitfield June. June. Yes. It's come around so quick, hasn't it? This month, I tell you. Bloody hell. What is time? Non existent at this stage. What is feeling? feeling. What is this feeling? Feeling. <gasps> Wicked. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, fuck off. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for listening. We shall see you next time. Bye. Bye.